Before we get started, a word from our friends at Keeley Companies. At Keeley Companies, they do things a bit differently. They proudly call themselves Keelians. They pride themselves on swag that will knock your socks off. They have a dedicated vice president of learning and education. They have their own philanthropic foundation. It's called Keeley Cares. They empower every Keelian to speak up if they feel unsafe. That the most competitive wellness challenges around, they are committed to being better leaders of diversity and inclusion. They are not afraid of dreaming big. And in the words of my friends, Rusty Keeley, they are just getting started. Check out more at KeeleyCompanies.com. Oh, and one more thing. Many of my past clients, my friends, and peers are sharing that the number one national best-selling book, it's called In Awe, is the exact message of hope and wonder and pursuit of happiness needed right now. So to celebrate In Awe's half birthday, we are offering incredible specials, including up to a 50% bulk order discount. It's for this month only. You can learn more about that at readinawe.com. I want you to learn more about rediscovering your childlike wonder and order your copy, or should I say your copies today at readinawe.com. Welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast with John O'Leary. John is the number one national best-selling author of the book On Fire. He's a world-class inspirational speaker, and he's the host of the Live Inspired Podcast. John interviews extraordinary individuals on their life story so that you can wake up from accidental living and more fully live your life story. Here's your host, John O'Leary. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Thanksgiving Edition podcast with your host, John O'Leary. And I want to let you know that every Thursday, not just this one, but every Thursday for the past five weeks as part of our special Electing Gratitude series, We've shared with you interviews full of tips and inspiring conversations curated to help you live inspired amidst the election of 2020, amidst COVID fatigue, the ongoing pandemic, and the approaching challenging holidays, including the one that we're currently stepping into today, Thanksgiving. So if you are just joining us now for the first time, I want to give you a quick recap of what the Electing Gratitude series was all about. And before I even do that, I'm going to let you know today is going to be a little different. In almost every single podcast, it is John O'Leary bringing in a friend, someone that he's read, someone that he follows, someone that he looks up to, sharing their story, sharing their inspiration, sharing their lessons, and ultimately what it means for you in your life. Today is going to be a flying solo episode. So it's going to be just your friend, John O'Leary. I'm, I'm making my Thanksgiving dinner right now. The uh, The stuffing is to my left, the mashed potatoes or to my right, the oven is preheating. So we'll let that all warm up in the background. But I uh, I wanted to let you know that today I'm grateful to spend a little bit of this day with you. So let's begin the journey forward together by talking about the Electing Gratitude series. We started off four weeks ago with a, the award-winning presidential podcast host, Lillian Cunningham. She joined me for a thoughtful, which was great. This next word is awesome. Bye. Partisan. Imagine that discussion that reminded us that the best days for our nation aren't behind us. She reminded us that in spite of what you've heard, what we're going through right now is not unprecedented. She went through and shared a bunch of stories from Washington all the way up through Trump 
about presidents, about debates, about the challenges within the country, and about the truth that if you draw a line between the peaks and the valleys over the course of centuries, the line for this nation, and we believe for the global marketplace, and I believe for your life, that the line trends up. It's an awesome podcast. Lillian Cunningham is her name. And then the following week, just a couple days after the election, I shared with you my perspective on how to face uncertainty together. Together. I answered some of the questions that the Live Inspire community sent in and how we each in our individual lives have the power to make a difference. I reminded you to stop waiting to see what happened in the White House and start spending a lot more attention focused on your house. It's ultimately the only control that you have. Stop worrying about what happens in D.C. or Springfield or Sacramento or Austin. Focus instead a lot more on what you can control with the reflection in the mirror, with your children, with your spouse, with your partner, with your addictions, with your aspirations, and with the ability you have in your life to make a difference where you are. And then after that podcast, we pivoted into one where I brought in a friend named Tiffany Schlain. She shared her decades-long ritual of going technology-free for one day every week as a way to rebalance from the frantic, always-on culture that all of us are living in every single day. She was named by Newsweek as one of the women shaping the 21st century. She gave us practical tips on how we can reset before the holidays. What I like, I think, most about Tiffany, she's all into technology. She started the Webley Award. She's been around since the inception of the web. She's highly sophisticated and highly regarded with technology. And yet, in order for her to own that lane, she pushes away from technology for a 24-hour span every single week and has been doing so for more than a decade. It allows her to catch her breath, to become more creative, to connect with the things and the people that matter most, and then to re-engage with life beyond that. It's an awesome podcast. It's with Tiffany Schlain. You're going to love it if you have not yet listened to it. And then finally, my friends, just last week, I brought on a gentleman named Pastor James Ward. He shared a universal principle that has fueled his success in every area of life. It's called the Zero Victim Mindset. Imagine that, a Zero Victim Mindset. I first encountered Pastor James Ward when I was watching a national cable network, and they were they were channeling the energies that were up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after Jacob Blake had been shot seven times in the back by a police officer. And they were interviewing this good-looking man on television. His name was Pastor James Ward. And as Pastor James Ward started sharing his story, it turns out that Jacob Ward's mother and grandmother had been part of Pastor Ward's flock, part of his church, for the previous three decades. And so then the commentator asked what his opinion was during these wildly divisive times. Who should we vote for? Which side of the aisle should we ride on? All this stuff, trying to create a greater division. And James Ward would have none of it. He kept bringing forward, kept bringing back to the commentator and into the lives of all the viewers, myself included, this idea of peace, of unity, of refusing to be victimized by the circumstances we've been through or are currently going through. It was one of the most powerful conversations that I've ever seen on cable network. 
And so I brought him on to the podcast and it was one of the most powerful conversations we've ever had as part of the Live Inspired podcast. That was just last week with Pastor James Ward. Phenomenal guy, phenomenal conversation. If you missed any one of those episodes, don't worry. It's going to be all right. I just want you to visit me right now at johnolearyinspires.com forward slash podcast. And once you're there, you can learn more about the Electing Gratitude playlist. I'll give it to you one more time. JohnO'LearyInspires.com forward slash podcast. We love hearing from each of you, my friends. And one lucky winner will receive an autographed copy of my number one national best-selling book. It is called In Awe. So take the survey when you're there. And that's how we're going to enroll you into this little form so that hopefully we can send you a signed copy of the number one national best-selling book called In All. Final time, go to johnolearyinspires.com forward slash podcast. Now, I have a feeling that you're probably thinking, so John, what is today's episode going to be all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's going to end with me sharing one of my favorite Thanksgiving memories from growing up. So hang on for the ride for a little bit longer because you're going to want to hear the story. It's one of my favorite memories of the O'Leary family growing up. So hang on for that. Before we get there, though, today's episode will serve as a guide to living inspired while navigating holiday stress and winter blues. I've gathered some of the best tips and some of the best insights from over 300 Live Inspired episodes. We've had hundreds of podcast guests on here to ensure that your 2020 holiday season, no, it's not going to be filled with anxiety and anger and disenfranchisement and everything else we're going through right now. No, that's not what we're going to step into. We are going to step into this holiday season on fire and in awe with possibility, with unity, with faithfulness, with togetherness, and with this vision. And I think it's the true vision with the vision that the best days even still remain in front of us. I'm going to share with you three specific episodes today that I find wildly impactful as we navigate these complicated, stressful days, this life that we're currently living in as we wrap up 2020. And then you'll want to stick around just a little bit longer as I share my favorite memory from growing up in the O'Leary house, a hint. You're going to learn a little bit more about my mother, and you're going to learn a lot more about my father. So stick around for that. Here we go. Oh, I miss the good old days. I miss the good old days. The world is the worst it's ever been. The world is the worst it's ever been. It's unprecedented these days that we are currently living in. My friends, do any of these quotes sound familiar to you? Have you been hearing them on the media? Have you been hearing them in social media? Have you been hearing them from friends? And if you're being honest about it, have you been hearing them from time to time from the reflection in the mirror? Well, if so, you are not alone. But you also may not be right. In January 2019, I welcomed Greg Easterbrook. He's a New York Times bestselling author of several books, including It's Better Than It Looks. At this time, the market the health and the longevity for our nation and for the world as a whole were at all-time highs. Unemployment around the world was at all-time lows. And it should have felt, at least, that there was really no reason for fear. And yet even way back then, I'm going to take you way back, like two years ago, 2019, many of us felt back then that we were drowning in fear. And maybe there should be no surprise around that. 94 and a half 
percent of news stories from that year were negative. This is before the global pandemic. This is before the impeachment process for President Trump. This is before the next election cycle. This is before all the headlines that you've been reading during 2020. Even back in 2019, 94.5% of news stories were negative. So no wonder why we had some anxiety and some fear and some tension. And that's why we brought on Greg Easterbrook. He shared the hard facts as to why this is the best time in human history to be alive. You won't hear that tonight on CNN. You won't hear that on Fox or MSNBC. But Greg shared all the data around the fact that this is the best time in the history of the world to be alive. He exposed which elements of your life are making you feel otherwise. And maybe most importantly, he shared the value of recapturing a true positive perspective, what it could mean for you in your relationships, in your business, in your life, and in the world. But right now you're probably thinking, yeah, John, that may have worked in 2019, but COVID happened. What about COVID, man? It, it, it disrupted our life. And, and then the election happened. And, and then we're still not sure what's going to happen here. And there's so much division and so much stress and so much anxiety. Well, that's why I had Greg back on. I brought him back on to share his perspective on where we are now and give us some fact-based op fact optimism that would allow us to have a positive perspective during today's stress points in all of our lives. Now, listen, my friends, I'm not saying the world is perfect. I'm not saying COVID is not real. I'm not saying the recession is not legitimate. I'm not saying many of us don't have more challenges in your own life maybe than ever before. I understand the racial injustices that many face. I understand the challenges COVID has brought into our families, including my family, into our businesses, including my business, and maybe your life. I understand the divisiveness that we face politically and the landscape that we're all trying to navigate. And yet I also know that the foundation is firm, that you are not alone, that the facts sometimes do speak to the fact of where we are and where we're going next, and that the best days still remain in front of us. So to hear the conversation with Greg Easterbrook, and I strongly encourage you on this Thanksgiving Day or Black Friday, if you're checking us out a little bit late, to check out Greg Easterbrook. He's at episode 121, and then we brought him back on at episode 238. I'll have links to all of this, by the way, in the show notes. So that's recommendation from John O'Leary to his friends. Number one, the Greg Easterbrook episode 121 or 238. You're going to love them both. Second, I wanted to share someone whose why and their purpose helped them survive. Right now, in this time that we're living in, many of us are wondering, how are we going to weather this current storm? Well, a gentleman that I read decades ago, his name was Viktor Frankl, said that when you know your why, you can endure anyhow. Leaders, listen to this one again. In fact, write it down. And in fact, if you are so bold, go to a tattoo parlor right now on Thanksgiving before you throw that bird in the oven and get this tattooed on your bicep. Here we go. When you know your why. You, brothers, you, sisters, you can endure anyhow. So the individual, because Viktor Frankl, unfortunately, is no longer walking among us. He's a man who survived the Holocaust I wrote a book called Man's Search for, for Meaning. Great book, great guy, but someone who I think lives that as effectively and as brilliantly as anybody I've ever personally met, personally read, and then personally had the opportunity and the honor of interviewing is a gentleman named Captain Charlie Plum. 
the conversation and the life of Charlie Plum have just, man, it's captivated me. He's someone who inspires me vulnerably to embrace, to share, and then to live fully the best of my own story. Charlie Plum flew 74 successful missions over North Vietnam until just five days before his tour was finally scheduled to end, his plane was shot down. He then spent the next 2,103 days in an eight-foot by eight-foot POW camp in North Vietnam. My friends, that's almost six years in an eight-foot by eight-foot cell, frequently being tortured, frequently going without food and water, struggling mightily. And after finally returning home, Charlie found out that the high school sweetheart that he had married just after they graduated high school, she was the one that she compelled him to endure those six difficult years in that eight foot by eight foot cell that she had left him, that she had moved on. It's a painful story, but there's so much redemption in it. In our conversation, Charlie shares how choosing not to be bitter saved his life. As many of us feel today that we are imprisoned in our homes during this global pandemic. Gosh, man, may I encourage you strongly to check out the episode. Check out the conversation with my brother, my friend, a guy that I look up to. His name is Charlie Plum. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You can listen to that entire conversation with Captain Charlie Plum. It's at episode 31. And again, the notes to this and the, the link to Charlie Plum will also be in my show notes. So you can check that out. And then finally, I told you there'd be three episodes to share. Here comes the third one. The third one is this. I wanted to share some practical tips that you can implement in your life today. No, not tomorrow. Don't wait for Black Friday or Saturday. Today. As the country was just days away from going into lockdown, happiness expert, his name Sean Aker, many of you know him, He reminds us that in the darkest of times, there is need, pragmatic and practical need for optimism, for gratitude, and for social connection. And maybe even more so in times of struggle, in times of divide, in times packed with anxiety. There's this profound need in all of our lives for optimism, for gratitude, and for social connection. The Live Inspired podcast episode is the second most downloaded episode of 2020, and there's a reason why. Because if you're feeling less connected, more isolated, and perhaps more unhappy during these challenging times, you're not alone. The majority, I want you to hear that again, you're not alone. The majority of our nation and our brothers and sisters around the world, we have leaders from more than 75 countries who tune into the podcast. Well, the majority of them share that right now they're feeling more isolated, more disconnected, more filled with stress than ever before. So you're not alone. Then I want you to check out Sean's research base, reasoning, his practical tips, because they will have a practical and a powerful impact on your life this holiday season. Listen to Sean Aker as he shares those ideas on increasing optimism, happiness, and social connectivity on episode 236 of the Live Inspired podcast. And then, my friends, I told you I'd end this episode by sharing a special, uniquely John O'Leary holiday memory from Thanksgiving growing up. So I I know many of you are like, well, John, what are you going to share? Are you going to share like how you guys cooked the turkey? 
what kind of dressing you used, if you like sweet potatoes or real potatoes better. No, none of that stuff. Here's what I want to share with you. The way that I woke up for Thanksgiving for the first, I don't know, 22 or so years of my life, the first 21 years or so living at home would sound like this. I'd be sleeping peacefully, minding my own business, just cutting cutting logs in my sleep, man. And then I would hear this voice down the hall. Oh, no. It was the voice of my dad singing. The O'Leary's universally, except for my sister Katie, she thinks she has not been. But the other O'Leary's, my other four siblings, me and our parents, have been cursed with pretty lousy singing voices. Maybe none more so than my father. My father would be singing at the top of his lungs down the hallway. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up this morning. It was a song he learned in the military. The drill sergeants would wake him up from the barracks singing the song, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up this morning. I don't want to get up today. And then he would act like he was playing the, the horn, you know, blowing through his hands. Then he would pick up either a trash can or a pan and start banging this thing, man. He'd walk into all of the kids' rooms, banging the trash can lid, banging the pan, singing the song. Then he'd stop banging for a moment And then he'd speak to us. He would say, children, kids, Jim, John, Amy, Katie, Susan, Laura, if you've got nothing to be grateful for, stay in bed. Stay in bed. But if you have anything whatsoever to be grateful for today, I want you to get out of bed, get your clothes on, get downstairs. We're going to church. Then he'd start banging the pan again, start singing his song again. Walk into the next room. Amy, if you've got nothing to be grateful for, stay in bed. Stay in bed. But if you've got anything to be grateful for, get out of bed. Get your clothes on. Get downstairs. We're going to church. We're going to church. My friends, it was a memory of pain. Waking up to the sound of that voice, that singing, that banging pan. That thing that you don't want to do, man, I'm cold. I'm under the covers. It's dark in my room. The drapes are drawn. I want to stay in bed. But I do have something to be grateful for. I do have freedoms. I do have the gift of life. I do have the profound blessing of family. I do have the, the sometimes painful truth that I can hear. Yes, even pans being banged and even voices being raised. There were so many things, even as a child, that I recognized I should be grateful for this stuff. I should be really grateful for this stuff. And sometimes it took my dad coming in with that loud voice, that singing, playing the music, banging the drum that reminded me today, it's time to get out of bed. It's time to stop making excuses. It's time to leave the pity party. And it's time to celebrate, rejoice, and to give thanks for what we have. That was an important reminder for me growing up. But I would imagine on the heels of a profoundly difficult year that so many of us want to cancel out, maybe it's a reminder some of us need to receive this morning. I won't sing to you. I won't play the drums. I won't bang the pans. I won't come into your bedroom right now and and jar you awake. But I do want to remind you of this. If you have anything to be grateful for, anything at all to be grateful for, Get out of bed. Stop looking down. Stop reading the headlines. 
Stop looking for the shadow. Stop looking for the negativity. Stop looking for reasons to always be angry about the election, about what happened back in March, about what's happened growing up, about what's happening right now. Stop looking for all the things out of place. We'll come back to that later on. We're real around here. We're going to tackle challenges together in this family. But let's start looking up. Let's start giving thanks for what we have. And if you're not sure where to begin, why not walk yourself over to the mirror? Uh, every step you take along the way, why not give thanks for those steps? Look in the mirror and give thanks for that individual glancing back at you. Uh, imperfect and all, the fact that you are alive today, Thanksgiving morning, is nothing short of a wild, radical, cosmic miracle. You're a gift. Your life is a gift. It is not easy. I know that. But the best days are in front of us. This is good news. So kids, get out of bed. Get out of bed. Uh, get downstairs. Get your clothes on. Get in the station wagon. Feed the dog. We're going to church. It's something that my dad shared with us growing up. And it's something my poor kids, I got four of them, my poor kids will hear later on this morning. Get out of bed. Get your clothes on. I don't want excuses. Get downstairs. We're going to go to church too. Get your face mask though, kids. Get your face mask. We're going to go to church. My friends, as we wrap up this episode on Thanksgiving, I want to first wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. If you're not from the United States, let this not be a reason not to celebrate one of the best holidays out there. Thanksgiving rocks. It rocks. It's just a season to slow down and to count your blessings. So whether you're tuning in right here in the heartland of the United States or in Canada, in Mexico, around Europe, Asia, Africa, South America. We got listeners on all four corners of the globe, man, wherever you're tuning in from today. Happy Thanksgiving to you and to your family. And then I want you to be aware of this, that in awe, the half birthday sale, man, the book came out six months ago. And around here, we like to celebrate. We like to celebrate birthdays and anniversaries and holidays and Christmas. We celebrate almost everything around here. We even celebrate half birthdays. So the in awe half birthday sale is going on right now. Many of our past clients, many of our friends and peers are sharing that the number one national best-selling book in awe is the exact message they need right now. If you want to learn about rediscovering your childlike wonder and get your copies today, visit me right now at readinawe.com. I'm going to tell you that website one more time because I think you need to go there. You need to get your Black Friday shopping done on the Thursday before. Here we go. Readinawe.com. Readinawe.com today. Go to the uh, In Awe website. It is our half birthday. So we're celebrating by offering you incredible specials, including up to 50% off bulk orders. We're going to celebrate this holiday together. So go to readinawe.com, readinawe.com. 2020 has indeed been rough, no doubt about it. But the foundation is firm. The headwinds are real. But the best days for you, for me, and for us remain in front of us. So happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast for this time. And until next time, my name remains John O'Leary, and this is your day. This is your day. Get out of bed, get your clothes on, count your blessings, and live inspired. And now, a word from our friends at Keeley Companies. 
Kiwi Companies builds communities with the power of one. Six distinct brands come together as one single source for construction, infrastructure, technology, wireless logistics, and development solutions. Their true differentiator is building people within communities through their world-class culture. Check them out at Keeley Companies to learn more.